Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Big Apple Baseball Banter, episode, I believe, 12. I should probably keep track, but we're today we're talking baseball, and nothing much has happened, but we're talking baseball. Woohoo! Let's banter. Woohoo! baseball um but uh nothing's happened um and that's kind of annoying but uh we still got stuff to talk about so you know the the top 10 the player breakdown videos i've been we've been hyping up uh we, we're actually going to start it today and we're just going to have it as part of the podcast and then we'll post it as a separate video as well for you guys who don't want to listen to the whole thing so let me bring oh five eight five six two two four three nine one is the nut or four nine three I forget every time, man. In the description. 622-4931. 4931. I always forget if it's the nine or the three comes first. Please call in Oof. with your voicemails. And let me bring on Big Apple Best Ben Big Apple Ben to introduce the Instagram. <laughs> That's right, Elias. Big dot apple dot baseball dot banner. Greatest Instagram account all time. We cover, we break all the new news an hour late. It is the place to be. Give that page a follow. Yep. You heard the band. Give it a follow. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk some baseball. So the only really uh, relevant Mets news is a couple rumors, but we hired Zach Scott, I think his name is, as our assistant general manager. And you're probably like, oh, why is that so great? Well, it's cool because he was actually, you know, hot. He was up for the GM job. So the fact that you've got a dude who was good enough to be the real GM as assistant GM, I don't know, man, it's pretty sweet. So yeah. um, there's not much to talk about there, but uh, the dudes has, the dudes work with Jared Porter before Jared Porter's high on the guy. So yeah, Zach Scott, welcome to the Mets. Um, is there anything the Yankees have done? Cause man, news is <sighs> non-existent, right? At least for our teams, it's non-existent right now. Actually there is some, Fateful news for oh. us Yankee fans. <laughs> is it Tommy Oh, Tommy Canley. Yep. The Dodgers. Tommy Canley has signed with the Dodgers for two years, which is basically, basically a one-year one deal. Contract. Exactly, yeah. Because he's just going off Tommy John. Yep. I love Tommy so much. One of the most fun players to watch on and off the field because he's like one of the craziest people I've ever seen. He will be missed. And it's going to be hard to root for him, but I still will. Yeah, I was going to include that into the into the MLB news segment, um, but it looks like you got it started. There's no Met in, Mets and Yankees news outside of an assistant GM, and I think he's like vice president or something like that. So as I pull up MLB transactions daily, let's start with, I believe this is Jonathan Holder to the Cubs. Um which it's a non-guaranteed contract, which is interesting. I didn't know those existed in baseball. Neither did um, I. But I, I, well, actually, it's probably like the spring training on invite. You get, you get cut. You don't make any money. Oh yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. plus, maybe plus like a signing bonus or something. So at least you get something. Maybe that's how mm-hmm. it works. I'm, I'm not quite sure. But Jonathan Holder, uh, one-year deal with the Cubs. So it's a major league contract, but it's non-guaranteed. So he better hope he makes the roster. Um, oh yeah. Or no pay for him. And then my boy, Michael freaking Waka, 
It's bad to be haunting your dreams, man. Michael Walker is going to be a <laughs> nightmare for the Yankees because – Oh, for sure. But, hey, Michael Walker's got some good stuff, and the Rays know how to, how to do the pitching. The Rays know how to do the pitching, man. And that is very they get true. a lot out of their, the guys who do the pitching, and Michael Walker does the pitching. And now he doesn't do the pitching particularly well. Um, he was really bad last year. I actually liked the signing. I thought it was a good low-risk, high-reward. Um, yeah. And I didn't really expect him to be in the rotation, but everyone got hurt and everyone opted out, which also, quick plug, I explained the Mets disaster and Luis Rojas and stuff. In my last video, it did really bad. I, I want you guys to watch it because it was actually a good video. Um, it was about if Luis yeah, Rojas was successful. Oh, my goodness. You watched it? Of course I watched it. Hey. Also, yeah. I, have a, I have an awesome video coming out maybe tomorrow or the day after. It's um, just – I'm going to give a little hint. I won't give too much away. It's a fun little game you play with your friends, but with MLB free agents. Ben, I'll tell you off the air um, right. after this. <laughs> but – um. Yeah, Michael Walker to the Rays. The contract is $3 million, $3 million for one year. Yep. And, um, hey, man, if you can get that potential with him, he was kind of highly touted at one point. I think he's only like 29, too. Um, hey, maybe he got a good signing with you. So, yeah, $3 million, it doesn't hurt. You know, good depth. Worst case scenario, good depth signing. Um, yeah. And then the Giants signed reliever John Brebbia from the Cardinals. On a $800,000 major league deal, which I've kind of That's a kind of a steal for Brebbia, yeah. Yeah, yeah Brebbia's not a – he's a decent pitcher. So, I'm mm -hmm. surprised that, you know, this is a guy, you know, either of our teams could go after and be like, yeah, cool. Like, the Cardinals have had yeah. a pretty decent bullpen the past couple of years, and he's definitely part of it. Oh, most underrated by yeah, far. Yeah, he got – yeah, him, John Gant, Giovanni Gallegos, guys like that. He got non-tendered. Um, but he, the, the downside with him, I, now that I'm reading why, he's going to miss part of the season with Tommy John. Oh. Only the first part of the it. season. So I guess he got Tommy John this past year. Yeah. And that's how he made his money from throwing hard. So that really explains it. There's probably going to be the dip in velocity there. Yeah. So, there, you know. There might be incentives and stuff. I'm not quite sure, but. Usually you don't mm -hmm. see like somewhat prominent relievers making less than, you know, a million, making, you know, barely the minimum. So yeah. yeah. Other news, um, the Dodger Slayer himself, Howie Kendrick, has announced his retirement. Oh. Um oh. and Astro Slayer, I guess. Um he had an <laughs> he had an awesome playoffs a couple years ago, but uh this past year wasn't great. He's getting up there in age. Um yeah. he's a solid player though. You know, he could play multiple positions, a good great. leader. 12, 13 year career. Yeah, like super that. long career. Maybe 14. With Angels, Dodgers, Phillies, and Nationals. So, um, yep. Yeah. A round of applause for uh, Howie Kendrick on a great career. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good job, Howie. And then the Phillies hired. Um, so I'm on MLB Transactions Daily on Instagram. Oh, the outfielder, right? J yeah. John Hold? Fold. Sam Fold. Fold. Dude, Sam you, were, Fold. you were so off, man. Come on. Don't make I'm dumb sorry. guesses like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, former, but you got the outfielder part right. Um, yep. He's gonna be the GM, which for Philly doesn't really mean that much because you got the, who's the guy they just hired as president of baseball ops, Dombrowski. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, the dude is gonna sell the entire farm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess good hire there by the Phillies. Um, and then a couple waiver claims. The Cubs claimed 
Philip Irvin from the Mariners and the Brewers claimed Kim Lopez from the Mariners. So uh, who cares? And then we talked about Tommy Canely, um, probably the best player in this bunch of of guys. You know, he he can be very good sometime. Did he get? Oh, he, he, was, he was insane. He, he was a free agent. He didn't get non-tendered, right? Uh, yeah, he was just a straight free agent. Yeah, Holder got non-tendered. Yeah, as he should. Yeah, he's we bad. don't like Holder here in New York. Yeah. Very bad. Um, Not fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then uh, Red Sox signed Matt Andrees from the Angels to a one-year contract, one point eight five million dollars with the club option for twenty twenty. Two were three point five million and a two hundred fifty thousand dollar buyout. The deal has two hundred uh, two point one million guaranteed. Uh, I guess good move by the Red Sox. They need pitching. Uh, dude isn't awful. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. But who cares, man? Matt, Matt and Dries. and then the big signing, Jose freaking Urania. He's going to be like, nah, I'm out of the NL East. I'm going to go far away from Ronald Acuna and the boys. I'm going to go <laughs> in the AL Central, maybe the worst. Actually, it's become a better division with the White Sox and the Twins getting good. But um, And the Indians are still up there. Yeah, well, like before, you know, before the two years ago, you thought Indians, no other team in this division has a chance. Oh, like that's very true. Bit. So, and then the yeah. Twins got good, um, which the Indians probably won't be that good because I think <laughs> they're trying to trade J Ram too. Which no way. Yeah, I saw I saw a fuzzy video about that. I mean, he's a big big. Uh, what do we should we call them the Indians or the Cleveland baseball team? Cleveland baseball spiders Cleveland, spiders. No, we got to call them Cleveland baseball team just for the joke. Yeah. Okay. No. Fuzzy said in his video that they're not rebranding after this year. They're or they're rebranding after this upcoming year because they can't mm-hmm. afford it. Because that's how cheap they are. <laughs> um, MLB owners for you guys. That that that's MLB owners. Um, in yeah. a nutshell, it's like we can't rebrand our team because we can't afford it. Like you guys realize <laughs> how much income comes in when you rebrand. Especially when you like go from such a horrible logo as the Indians do oh have God. right Box now. Box letter. Yeah. Yeah. Box letter. See, it's, it's so, so boring. It's terrible. Like, it's definitely... Their color like, scheme's good, though. Yeah. It's definitely better than having, like, a super racist, uh, like, <laughs> cartoon. Like, that's wow. like... Wahoo! Yeah. Like, Chief Wahoo. Yeah, that's like, yeah, maybe you guys should do something a bit different than that. Funny we're talking about <laughs> this now, because our school just rebranded from... Uh, Barons to what is it now? The Bruins. Yeah, Bruins just won. Dude, why do they have to do teams that are already taken? Like you got the you got the Boston Bruins, you got the UCLA Bruins. Another option was the Bulldogs. That's which one did you vote for? Well, fuck the I I, I can't stand Bulldogs because it's so boring and Bruins boring. And Bru- it's dumb. It's dumb animals and stuff. Yeah, it's true. I wanted to be the Brewers to compete. Be completely honest. I know it would never work. Yeah, but like like it fits so well. High school, man. (laughs) But uh, yeah, yeah. Go uh, go Bruins. I guess. Um, it's better than Bobcats and uh Bears or whatever the last. No, it was Bobcats and Bulldogs, and the original name was the Baron Barons, the Barons. So yeah, yeah. Good job, our school. I'm not gonna say the name because, in case there's any stalkers listening, I've. Oh, every they've video, already found us by now. <laughs> yeah, every video, that's true. Every video in, like, the comments, there's, like, the flagged comments, and it's all just, like, these, like, 
those people on Instagram, the, they're like, like uh, hookers, basically. Sexy link. Yeah, it's like hookers and porn stars and shit. Um, <laughs> in the comments, it's like, hey, babe, with a link that gets your shit hacked. So, um, or, yeah, or occasionally they'll even like put a part in the video, you know, like put a timestamp. Oh, they always do that. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm so, it doesn't make any sense because it just leads you to some. It's definitely like a robot. It's definitely like a robot. Oh, of course. Because, like, there's no way that these people are actually watching our videos. Like, if you are, you know, call into the number. I'll put my person. I'll put my personal phone number <laughs> in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's all we have to talk about. Oh, whoa, a couple whoa, rumors wait. before we you get for, into the. the you countdown. forgot about the Mets big signing. What? You guys got Jared Eikhoff. What the hell's that? I saw a Philly that. starter. Right. He couldn't even crack a, a Philly's bum rotation with freaking Jake Arietta and stuff. Um, but, Oof. um, all right. Oof. So, we actually have a few rumors to get to before we do our countdown. Um, so, George Springer, it looks like his two teams have, that he's narrowed down to are the Blue Jays and the Mets. So, that makes that puts my prediction bye bye. I predicted him to go to the Red Sox, and uh, that's not the case. So, um, I really hope mm-hmm. we get him. I'd act, I'd honestly rather get Bauer, but I still like Springer. I know you probably think I hate Springer because I talk about him not being a long-term center field option. But oh no, great, I, I he's still a great. See player. your point, yeah. But he's still you know better than the two outfielders we have. You know, mm-hmm. not saying they're bad. They're obviously one of them is great. The other one's you know very good. I'd say. Um, Above and average. Conforto and Nimmo. I'd say Nip, Conforto's much. His year last year was ridiculous. Oh, Conforto's insane. I yeah. thought you were talking about Nimmo. I'm talking about yeah, Nimmo is like very good. Not like a, a great player, but a very good player. Um, but Springer would definitely be an upgrade to any of those guys okay. in the corner outfield. But you should get uh, another two years in center field with uh, George Springer. Hopefully, P. Crow Armstrong's up by then. Just because he's he's what we need, kind of. He's been touted literally. He's big league ready defensively out of high school, which I want. I've seen oh, some wow. of his plays, which they're nuts. He just he's got to get the hit tool right, but that should be mm-hmm. interesting. So then it looks like JT Realmuto. There's rumors of him going back to Philly, which you probably think I'd be mad about, but I'm kind of excited because they're probably gonna overpay like crazy because they want to make it up oh, to their probably. fan base to make it seem like they weren't. Yeah, uh, you know being cheapskates and stuff, trying to trade everyone. So mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, Dombrowski's going to pay him a stupid amount of money. But <laughs> it's it's shocking how little of a market JT Realmuto has. But that's kind of what well, happens I mean, when... This year, yeah. That's kind of what happens when teams are trying to cut payroll and it's kind of the riskiest player to sign just because mm-hmm. he's great, but you don't know how well he's going to age. And like the Mets talked about, they didn't sign him because they didn't want to wait till till he was going to sign like think about this like at first i'm like oh really come on but then then i thought about like you're going to wait for real muto assuming mccann's going to sign with a different team if real muto signs with a different team you're stuck with tomas nito or like one of these free agents like freaking kurt suzuki or someone like that kurt suzuki rebound 2k21 which by the way Kurt Suzuki on the Mets would be hilarious because I don't know if you do you remember that's that, Wilson that, Ramos 2.0 yeah basically do you remember the game 
where the net the Mets blew blew like a six run lead against the Nationals. Oh, I remember that game fondly. That was the the night before my first day of sophomore year of in high school, and Oof. um yeah, we have a I have a punching bag like a boxing bag in my basement, and um I I took it out on that thing. Oh my god, because I I was literally thinking in my head, literally all my favorite players were hitting home runs right until that last inning. And I'm like, damn, I haven't had this much fun watching a game in forever. Let's go Mets. <laughs> and then uh, Edwin Diaz did his thing. And uh, see you later. See uh, you later. I always get, I don't know why, I always get mixed up with the Nationals and the Athletics announcers. But Athletics, are that baby's gone. And then yeah. Nationals is see you later. Let me see how, I remember, how many I remember. I can, uh, um, I Yankees is the track wall, see ya. Yeah. Blue Jays is get up ball, get out of here. Angels mm-hmm. is like big fly, insert player. Big fly. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Mike Trout, you know. Otani song. Otani, yeah. Um, and then that's kind of kind of the only ones I know. Um, and then you obviously got, um, what's his name? How do I forget his name? The John guy, the Sa- Santa Maria. Um, oh, has, oh, oh, whoa. How did I forget? Matt Vescursion. I'm literally forgetting his name right now. What? Matt Vescursion. Vescursion, yeah. Um, yeah, he has my favorite home run call of all time, but, um, <laughs> or maybe tied with the Todd Frazier one with the Mets last year or two years yeah. ago. That one's great. The home run, home run. It's just, it's so, it's, <laughs> it's cool seeing these old guys just getting so fired up. And then you watch <laughs> yeah. the videos of them in their booth and like <laughs> Gary's with the, the fist pumping with like the pen in his hand. He's like, it's, it's awesome. But yeah. <laughs> and then, then in last, uh, San Francisco, you got, uh, is out of here or whatever. Oh right, and, and then the Cardinals guy has like a really weird voice. I hate the Cardinals announcer like voice. It's so weird. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's it's so got like a weird high, voice. That'd be so a fun. Like that, that'd be a fun game. It's like guess the announcer. Yeah, man, I, we should we should try and figure that. I could we we should do something like that. That would be fun. But uh-huh. um, does I think Bob Uecker still does the Brewers right? I'm not sure. I've never heard of that right. name, to be honest. Who Watch Major League. Watch Brewers? Major Leagues. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who the hell cares? I don't watch the Brewers, like, ever, so. Especially watch Major year, Leagues, the suck. movie. Major Leagues? All right. It's the yeah. best baseball movie all time. Better than Moneyball? Way better than Moneyball. Yeah, I like me some Moneyball. Moneyball's good, but Major Leagues is great. Cool. And the last rumor, and Ben's going to be happy about this, um, <laughs> is DJ LeMahieu going to Toronto? Um, <laughs> well, well, I'm glad you asked because I don't think he is. And if he does, it's not the Mets, and the Blue Jays are still not going to be as good as the Yankees. So of all the teams that DJ could sign with outside the Yankees, You'd rather him go I to would the Mets? Pick- no, I'd rather him go to the Blue Jays than the Mets. But I'd rather I mean, you, why would you obviously. rather him go to the that's a division opponent. I like the Blue Jays. That's true. I really like, like the Blue Jays. This, I was thinking about this the other day. Like you get mad about teams getting better in your division. You're like, "Oh, well they they stink, but they they're not going to or they're not going to do have a better record than us, but they're still going to win games because of that player against you." Like, if the Phillies, they're still going to suck, but we're still going to lose to the Phillies because of Bryce Harper. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we're going to. Yeah, get, but we, I, it, it would be so much there. harder for me to root for DJ because he is my favorite player. Besides, of course, you know. Um, Injury prone Aaron? 
No, fuck injury prone, Aaron. Who, Jeter? Or... <laughs> no, oh, Who's fuck Who's your favorite Jeter. player of all time? My favorite player of all time is Tyler Rogers. Oh, you should know this course. by now. No, but your <laughs> actual favorite player of all time. Is DJ. Uh, oh, and maybe really? Griffey. Really? Maybe Griffey. How long have you been watching uh, ball for? Uh, I want to say three, four years now, but yeah, like... I'm not new to it, but I'm new being obsessed with it. Like, yeah, like I haven't been watching the. Ma- I I like can't miss a game now. That's I've Same. been like that for like two years. But I've I watched my first. I got into. I like kind of got into the Mets because family friend was Mets fan. So my favorite player of all time is David Wright. I I saw. I was fortunate once enough to see him play once. Just I remember seeing him play third base. I was like mesmerized. Like, Whoa, that's even some of the routine plays. I was like nine years old, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So yeah, Wright's always gonna be my yeah. number one. But I think Degrom and Alonso mm-hmm. are definitely up there. Yeah, Degrom, Alonso, and McNeil, but um, and Mike Brasso. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you so much. I hate that man. <laughs> I saw the uh, the MLB. Um, the like the top games of the year, and that that game came up, and I'm like, ooh, I should send this to Ben. I'm it was like, like oh. number three. I saw that list. I was yeah. so upset. How did um Giolito's uh no hitter not make it? I don't know, especially the last out because I was watching the game from seventh inning on. Oh, I was watching the very the last inning because yeah, I I, yeah. I turned on um Maeda's no hitter in the last inning, and he he gave oh. it up. Mm-hmm. Um the. Oh yeah, the Twins did end up winning it, but the Brewers came back. Yeah, but um, I yeah, didn't that, actually. That was I never list. even got. I didn't. What? How was that on the list? I don't know, cause cause of the rally, the cause how much offense there was at the end of the game. But that's so stupid, cause yeah, it's not like he got the no, no hitter is so much better. Yeah, than, like, like it, when no I watch hitter. historical games, oh, I always so watch cool. no hitters. It's yeah. so much fun. Dude, I like for me if I'm watching a team like the Mets are playing like a random game, like if it's the ninth inning, I only I kind of want the other team to get the no hitter because I'm you know it's a good accomplishment for the <laughs> pitcher, but also it's in the record books. So not really in the record books, but now everyone knows the Mets got no hit, which it's obviously happened before. You know, well that that blows over really really quickly. That's true. It's not I like think. going like. Oh, and sixteen in football or something like it's like yeah, going for forever. Which I don't want to talk about what happened to the the Jets this week. My God, I I almost <laughs> cried after the, like the fact that winning a game is such a bad thing. You just tell yeah, I know. I was how, so confused. Yeah, it tells you how the the draft system in sports sucks, but also it's better than having a lottery, like with the NBA and NHL. That's true. Like, uh huh. Like the the Boers team should get it, but also like I don't know. It's at least we're I guess at least we're not 0 16. There's still a chance for you guys who don't know, don't follow football. There's a a quarterback coming out of prospect, a, a quarterback prospect coming out of college who's very good. He's like generational, and the Jets had the number one pick, but because they won a game, don't have it anymore. There's still a chance we could get it back, but pretty slim. Um, thanks a lot, freaking Jaguars. That was such a dumb move by them. Like, second, they had the lead for the majority of the game, right? Yeah, so they, that was their only Yeah, game. why didn't you fucking just tank? Give up. Well, their players aren't going to tank because 
they're going to play. Like when people say that players and coaches tank, they're, they're idiots. Like the, the Jets blew a game late in the year this year because of a stupid play call, like a, a defensive play call. Like they're not saying you're an idiot. If you think that like people making YouTube videos, we will proof the Jets are tanking. Like the people who are tanking is the front office. And this happens in baseball too. the front office and the fans, like the, 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 the team it, tanking doesn't benefit these players. They want to get good tape. So good, ta- uh, good, you know, good play on tape. So, they get paid, and they want to win. Yeah. They're not going to sacrifice their body just to lose 16 games. So, like, I guess I'm happy <laughs> for the players. But then, but then, man, when, when the, two of the players come out and say, like, you're not a real fan if you're rooting for losses, like, that's ridiculous. Because don't tell – I hate when people tell me how to be a fan. Like, oh, you're a bad fan because you're rooting for losses. I'm like, no, I'm rooting for, for – Future wins. The future, exactly. It's so yeah. annoying. It's like – and the two players who who've – who've uh who spoke up about this this is their first year with the team so oh my god like i i feel bad i've only been watching for for like two and a half years but Mm -hmm. um i feel bad for the guys who've been watching for forever because hearing that must suck like i know they're not playing but man that that just that pisses me off but whatever go jaguars i I made a bet with my friend if the jaguars loot or win and get us the pick back i might actually buy a jaguars hat not Hey man, I'll I'll put that up on the wall and be like, this is the the team that that made it happen. But yeah, man, that's five years from now when you're winning the uh, Super Bowl. Oh yeah, that's just resort like back to that hat. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I'll wear it during the game. I'll wear it every, yeah every game I watch. I'll have my my Jets jersey or shirt or something, and my Jags <laughs> hat, or the other way around. Be like, and dude, if you go on the quarterback Gardner Minshew's Instagram, it's all Jet fans being like, "Hey, let's go win this week, win this week," and like shit like that. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if you don't, I don't know if you know this. When the Lions fire their coach, they, they part of it is they had a really bad loss against the Texans. So all the Lions fans, when the coach got fired, donated to the, their quarterbacks, uh, uh, quarterbacks like uh, fundraiser like charity. They just gave them mm-hmm. money because they got their bum coach fired. I think that's what Jet <laughs> fans are going to do. They're going to donate to Gardner Minshew if he wins. <laughs> he has, like, a charity or something. But nice. Yeah, man. So let's, we're going to segue now to our first segment of our player ranking series, I guess, if you want to call it that. So, like I said, we're going to have – we're going to make it part of this. We're not just going to wait till you know, after the season – Now's a good time because the stove's kind of cold and we can include it in the podcast and also post it as a separate video. So we're doing, excuse me, just silent burp. Jeez. Uh, we're doing top 10 <laughs> catchers today. Uh, now, catcher is interesting because defense matters a lot, um, especially more than other positions, but it doesn't really matter if you can't hit, in my opinion. Like, if defense is the only thing that mattered, Austin Hedges and Roberto Perez would be one and two or two and one. Perez is probably better defensively. But defense is very important. Compared to the other positions, defense is probably the most important at catcher. But that doesn't mean yeah. you can not hit and be, you know, a top ten catcher. Like people I, I saw someone oh my god, I saw someone call Roberto Perez a top five catcher before this year because he had a quote good <sighs> year with an OPS plus below hundred, which means you're below average hitter. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at my disappointing. Yeah. Funny story. We actually, this was the second video we ever recorded. We actually recorded two videos in our first day, just in case one of us missed a week. Um, And then 
I didn't post it for a while and because I want to do more time relevant stuff. And then a lot of the files on my computer got deleted. So I lost the file. But <laughs> hey, we get to redo it now. And looking at my yeah. list, I'm actually thinking about switching some stuff up. But um, oh, yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, man. So starting with number 10, I don't even, I don't really remember your list. So there, there should be a little bit of surprise factor still. Because that's kind of fun. We, we haven't, yeah, we haven't shared our list with each other. So it's going to be like, it's going to be like the overrated, underrated, best player thing. Like, we're finding each we're each made a list and we're finding it out on the spot. So coming at yeah. number ten, I have Sean Murphy from the Oakland A's in 116 oh, at bats. He had seven home runs. I I think yeah, seven home runs. Shit, I don't have the freaking yeah, seven home runs because on so I have a screenshot of the stats, but I don't have the label like home runs, RBI, stolen bases. So okay, it, I can so tell had, you if you want. Yeah, seven home runs, 14 RBIs, uh, zero yeah. stolen bases, 233 average. Not great, but he had 821 OPS because he had a 364 on base percentage, Oof. which is tremendous. And also his defense is very good. Uh, bazooka arm behind the plate. His, his, his arm is pretty special. And yeah. he's, he's super young still, too. So uh, he's going to be a, you know, a building block with the A's for a while. So, um, yeah, Sean Murphy. All right, well, for me, I went with, in number 10, Wilson Contreras because he was just around big league average in just about every category. You know, the pop wasn't really there this year, but he still had a 356 on base and a 106 OPS+. plus. The uh, framing and defensive runs saved were up, you know, compared to his usual year, not necessarily known as a defensive catcher. Yeah, his framing was above were up a bit. Yeah, his framing metrics were up for around two this year, which is above average. So good on Wilson Contreras, and I think we can see more of it in the future. Yeah, man. So coming up next, I have Austin Nola. Seattle Mariner traded to the San Diego Padres. Um, they definitely gave up a little too much to get the guy. Um, his age is a bit concerning. Kind of, He's kind of just broken out. I think he's 30 years old, which for a catcher is kind of old. But he had 825 OPS last year, 353 on base, 270 average, and seven home runs, 28 RBIs. Um, just a really solid player. Um, he has he just hasn't been up for that long, so you kind of forget about him. But you know they traded for the guy for a reason. I think he's he's has you know he's kind of in his prime right now and has a lot of room to improve. Or not a lot of him. He has a you know he has time to get better. And he has mm -hmm. a chance to be even better because he hasn't played bad in his career so far. Um, he was great last year. Yeah, especially also playing with Seattle, having, you know, a lack of line of protection around you. Like, you know, that Austin Nola is a super solid player. So who do you have for number nine? I also have Austin Nola. Hey. Uh, yeah. His 129 OPS plus was really solid. And this is the one thing I want to look at. 11 guys tried stealing on him last year. He caught six of them which is a 55 percent stolen caught stealing percentage that's really really good that's real good yeah so yeah that's what i have to say about austin Nola to add on to what you said all right coming up next i have oh this one hurts um former met uh and current brave travis darno now you're probably thinking it's a bit low because of the season he had, he had, he had 919 OPS, 386 on base percentage, 321 average, 
tremendous that's hitting pretty numbers, good <laughs> tremendous hitting numbers this is kind of his first like he had a very good year with tampa he always had flashes with new york but struggled as he didn't stay healthy um he was always hurt and didn't really put it together for a single very good season after getting dfa'd by the Mets and released by the Mets and then released by the Dodgers. Like he got signed and then really they released him like a week later. I think he got picked up by the Rays and then really kind of broke out there. And that led mm-hmm. to him getting a contract. He was kind of supposed to be a platoon guy with Tyler Flowers, but yeah, you're not putting Tyler Flowers over Travis Darno. Um, he's a top 10 catcher. Oh my God. If you guys have seen some of our stuff, <laughs> I talked about we went over this list of um which I should see if the guy has posted any other rankings. Um, but he had a, uh, Tyler Flowers as a top 10 catcher, a defensive backup as a top 10. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but platoon maybe. But now I think Flowers is going to be put in a backup role because of how good Travis Darno was. So, um, yeah, Travis Darno, number eight. I, I think he'll definitely climb up this list. He just needs to do it another year, and then he'll be maybe even top five. And also, defensively, a good framer, good blocker, but his arm is, is really bad. Like Oh, like yeah, really he bad. sucks defensively. Yep. Bat hopefully shit. The, hopefully the Braves have good enough pitchers to keep batters off base. Yeah, I mean. Or they're, or they're playing teams that don't steal bases all too well. Like, there's not yeah. really many guys on the Mets who steal bases. Couple guys in the Phillies, couple guys in the Nationals, but not, you know, Marlins. I, I think you got a few guys, but stolen bases are kind of, they're kind of declining. I, they're declining a bit more and mm. more, but it's still very important. Yeah, especially in a playoff scenario. Definitely, yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna take it from here. Number eight for me was, you're not gonna like this one, and I know it. Christian Vasquez. Why, why wouldn't I like it? Is it he's too low? Yeah, because I think I'm. If I remember correctly, from when we first shot, you had him a lot higher. Yeah, but I mean, I could be wrong. Pretty high, yeah. Yeah, so he was like he took a step back from his 2019 and had an 801 OPS, which is obviously still very good with solid defense. But I mean, he's just not. He doesn't stand out in anything. To be a top five catcher, in my opinion. You not only have to be very solid overall, but you also have to be inc- incredible at at least one specific scenario. Yeah, that's he's, fair. He's just very well-rounded. That's what I like about Vasquez a lot. Like, he's very good. To, he came up as a you know defensive first catcher and then figured out how to hit. So it's not like his defense is bad. He kind of does everything well. He doesn't. I don't. Yes, but he doesn't, he doesn't do anything, do anything outstanding. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I have him so low. I can definitely see anyone making the case for him going higher. It's just he just needs to improve something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, just anything. <laughs> Bias Yankee fan. <laughs> don't worry. Gary Sanchez number one. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Hagoshioka. <laughs> Don't disrespect Higgy. Or, uh, yeah, what's the other? Oh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the the forty year old guy. Um, Eric Kratz. Eric you forgot Kratz, him already. Yeah. Yeah. He's only yeah. been retired for a month. Yeah, he's only been playing for like a couple years. After he's like the <laughs> biggest journeyman I've ever seen. Like not only in the majors, like the minors as well. <laughs> like on Talking Yanks, he showed up. Want- his uh, 
his like his jersey closet. <laughs> so yeah. Also, the the uh, anonymous Instagram account hasn't posted any new rankings, so I'm bummed about Oof. that. But um, coming up next, I have I have my list on my computer, but I wrote down my changes, so I got to remember look at the, the the paper where I wrote it, my notebook. <laughs> but I have Wilson Contreras, who below I had very high, but I'm kind of after kind of a down year. The whole team kind of had a down year, and just he's not as great defensively as other guys. I put him down here. He's still a very good player, and mm-hmm. his his pickoff moves are nasty. But um, oh yeah, the, numbers, the back pick. Yeah, two forty three average, three fifty six on base. This kind of is kind of mad, like a, a seven sixty three OPS. I know it's just one year. You can't, especially in a sixty game season, like a wacky year, like twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tough. But career eight fourteen OPS. I think there's better players than that. But uh, he, yeah. He's just a solid player, man. Fun to watch, too. He's very fun to watch, yeah. And he has improved on his – like, well, you, you talked about him earlier. He has, you know, definitely improved on his framing. Defense. Yeah, I got to remember not to read out the stats if you – or if you did it previously, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah we can listen to – we, all we want to hear is Contreras' stats. So, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cubs fans love us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why? Because he's, he's not—he's too high. I mean, too low. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Never mind. They don't love us. Never yeah, mind. I say, man. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, Victor Carantini's number one. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, that's spoiler. Oh, why would you spoil? I'm sorry, oh my I'm god! Sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Who you got next? My number seven was Travis Darno, because. He's like the opposite of Vasquez in the sense that instead of being well-rounded, he's like that only and nothing else. Surprisingly, he's a bad he framer. Yeah, I know, but I mean, bad. defense overall is more important than framing. Well, and he wasn't only aspects to fr- to to you know, fielding. Yeah, there's you know catcher, you know framing and receiving, and then you got blocking and throwing. And framing, well, I mean, he framing. can't block or throw. Well, he's a bad blocker. I haven't looked into that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Couldn't catch a guy stealing. But, That's I mean, fair. this was one of the best offensive catchers. Another very – two very similar player comps are way higher for me because they were like Travis Darno, except they were better – and I can't wait yeah, to talk. I know about one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know one of them. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we have the newly signed New York Mets catcher, James McCann, formerly of the White Ooh. Sox. And he was technically the backup slash platoon guy. He he kind of played a lot because you can play him at, you know, DH, first base, stuff like that, and rotate the guys at catcher. But he had a better year than the dude who replaced him. Um, oh, yeah. 896 OPS um, is very good especially for a catcher 360 on base percentage 289 average very nice uh seven home runs 15 rbis and had a stolen base so uh yes so some wheels some wheels yeah defensively he's not elite but not bad he's definitely improved a ton um Mm -hmm. and his hitting has just improved a, a ton which is what yeah i really care about and um 
Like, I feel like what, now being a Mets fan, watching a, like every catcher is going to be like, damn, that's a good defensive catcher for what, after watching Wilson Contreras, Wilson Ramos for two years. Yeah, I swear. I'm like, damn, you see that frame? It's like, dude, it was right down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> you, see, you see that wrist flick? Ooh, that's nasty. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's textbook. Newly assigned, newly signed Met, James McCann. Welcome to the Mets, baby. Let's go. Woo. that's really convenient because my number six is also james mccann hey you got that got that mets let's go yeah mets fans love us can't be biased here because he wrote the list before mccann signed with the mets and plus like Spoiler alert, Gary Sanchez is not on my list. There is not a Yankee on my list. Why Why are you spoiling it, man? I don't know. I think by this point, they probably could have figured out that I wouldn't put Gary up there. Yeah. If, if, you, I if did, you're talking I, about the same attributes, you're talking about defense and stuff, you know. You know, and Gary's definitely you, – you talked about, you know, being good at one thing. Gary's definitely that guy. Like, yes. his power at his position is insane. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. One thing I will say about Gary, though, is that StatCast loved him because every time he was, like, the most – he hits it super hard but just got incredibly unlucky. So I think a bounce back is – Yeah, that's one thing that he could definitely improve on. This man looks like he either gets three straight fastballs up and in and is way late on all of them or gets three sliders down away and he's way out in front and he strikes out on three pitches. He reminds me a lot of Ioannis Cespedes and Marcelo Zuno, like the crazy left field pole swings. Uh, like it's yes. just like you're throwing yes. the bat at the ball with a huge, yes. like, you know, one-handed, you know, swing. Almost like a hobby bias, yeah. Yeah. So that's well, your number, what did we, no, that's number six, yeah. No, so oh, yeah. James number, McCann's my number six, not Gary. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, making sure. Yeah. Number five, in the water. I, have, I have Christian Vasquez, who you talked about. Um, I might actually flip him and McCant, but actually I'm going to keep Vasquez up there just because of the defense improvement. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely uh, McCann had a better year. They've kind of been good at, you know, for the same amount of time. It's just Vasquez's yeah. defense kind of bumps him up there. And I know uh, you, you've talked about this a lot. McCann had a really cold second half in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't even get to see a second half of McCann in 2020. So, right. I mean, um, that's the only real I wouldn't be too bad sign. about that. Like, especially with being a backup catcher, like getting those limited opportunities, you're still hitting that well. Oh, that's incredibly hard. Yeah, incredibly especially seven home hard. runs and 97 at-bats for, like, you know, a catcher is, is very Ooh. nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, who – what was that? Oh yeah, Christian Vasquez. We don't really need to get too into him. I just have him up here. I have him up here a bit higher just because his defense is so good. Um, mm-hmm. and dude's a Matt killer too. My God. <laughs> All right, who's your number? What are we at? Five. This one's a bit of a shocker. Uh, the Osmanian Devil. He had a very down year last, or I shouldn't say very down year. He just didn't really hit for average as normal. But he didn't really hit for much pop either. It was kind of yeah. like his 51 on base was still very, very good. And I do think he's going to bounce back. But the, he was above average, 
15% above average and still a very, very solid defensive catcher. But he just wasn't the same Grandal that the White Sox, I think, they were expecting to get. Whereas yeah, like he I'm came into at his this career year. numbers and like his career numbers aren't that great, but he's also had a couple like not great years with you know the Padres and the Dodgers. Like his his one year with the Brewers was phenomenal. So that's that's mm-hmm. a big part of it. But he also <gasps> Grandal, you're also getting insane framing. What's what's Yes. What's <gasps> I just had a revelation. What? So you know when he was back on the Padres really young? Yeah. He was busted for he was busted for steroids. Right. Maybe that's where his 2019 came from. Ooh. Nah. Think about it. Hey, well, you know, Cano had a bounce back year, and then you see what happened. So maybe, but hey, you still got a great defender. Oh yeah, yeah, he still can. He's yeah, still maybe, really good. He's maybe the best framer in the league. That is very, very debatable. Or I should no, I shouldn't say very undebatable. Yeah, like it's like there's definitely other guys you could think of, but it's definitely he's definitely in the conversation. That's what you're trying to yes. say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's your number five. And number four, I have Salvador Perez, the comeback Ooh. player of the year. We never addressed that. Yeah, he won comeback player of the year with uh Bard from the, the Rockies, who was my pick, and then I picked uh Trevor Rosenthal. I didn't go with Perez. But... I prefer Trevor Rosenthal over Bard. Yeah. Oh, how? The dude came back from 2013 was like the last time he – oh, shit, I dropped my pen. Hey, well, he wasn't good. <laughs> dude, he wasn't he bad. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't Rockies. Trevor Rosenthal. Yeah, but he played for the Rockies. Trevor Rosenthal was still insane, though. Yeah. Especially – And he's throwing 100 after, yes, after yeah. surgery. Did you see what he said about the, the Yankees? Oh he, like, yeah, tweeted, I did see that. Um, yeah, he tweeted like, "Hey, anyone uh, or like, am I gonna have to shave my beard or something?" Yeah, I love the Mets to sign him. He's, a, I think he, I think he'll go back to the Padres. It seemed like he's, you know, really happy. He seemed like he really liked it there. And they, they mm-hmm. gotta, they gotta keep get bring back one of their bullpen guys. Like, mm-hmm. you can't lose Rosenthal and Yates, but um, back to Cat. I think you can definitely afford to lose Yates. To be completely honest, yeah, he's a, he's kind of he's older than you expect and had a really down year but he had such a good year two years ago mm-hmm. that split finger is disgusting Nasty, yeah but uh back to the list who'd i have uh salvador <laughs> perez yes um so salvador perez last year had a bananas year on uh, 986 <laughs> ops 353 on base percentage he refuses to walk that's what you get with him but a 333 average he clearly hit um, he has a 300 career on base percentage. That shows you how he and a 269 career average. That shows you that he just doesn't walk. But his career, uh, his career OPS is 949, and he had a Oof. nine or no seven, no sorry 749, and his career uh, is 980. I mean, it's 20. His career was 49 <laughs> or 740. His career <laughs> was 749, but this year it was 986. So that just shows you how like much improved, especially coming off a year he didn't play off freaking major surgery with one mm-hmm. of the worst lineups in the league. Like mm-hmm. dude's got what is like other than Whit Merrifield, down near Hunter Dozier, down near Jorge Soler. Maybe that might be the actual like those guys who had one good year. And him and Jorge Soler. And who's your who's your protection? Ryan O'Hearn and Alex Gordon. 
like the dude who's had, not even on the team anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the dude had little to no protection and still hit insane. Eleven home runs too, in 150 yeah. at bats. So like, I don't, I don't know if you expect this moving on from this good off offense, but also if you're getting a bit drop in offense, his defense is still great. Mm. Won a gold. Yeah. I think he has three gold gloves, something like that. Uh, super fun to watch play. He just needs mm-hmm. to improve his plate discipline. He just needs to walk more, and then he actually could be a top two catcher probably. Ooh, all right. I'm at four. Four, right? And that's definitely a fair spot. So who do you have at four? I have Sean Murphy. Damn. Who you put, what, 10th, 9th? Ten, yeah, 10. 10th, wow. I am very high on Sean Murphy. I, to be fair, I'm extremely high on him too. It's just his first year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, that's the reason why I didn't put him up super high. Four is very high, but I wouldn't call it, like, elite necessarily of the top Eight. ten. Oh, I forgot to mention, for these rankings, we should put these guys into tiers. So, like, F tier, D tier, C tier. Well, oh, obviously, there, there's idea. no F tier. But before you continue, let's go back and say what, what guys we had. So, Sean Murphy, Austin Nola, Travis Darno. I, I have them all in – no, I have – Sean Murphy and Austin Nola are B tier. Travis – actually, dude – Pretty much all these guys are almost – I think all these guys are in A tier except for the, the couple at the top because they're top 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean <laughs> – that, yeah. A tier. What more can you ask, and ask for? Perez and Up are S tier. All right. Hmm. That's a stupid comment by me. I was like, yeah, we should rank these. It was a good idea well, in thought. Yeah, but they're all great. Like, you can, if it was like ranking <laughs> every catcher from every team, you could do it there. But – um. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. But, um, oh, you're um, good. <laughs> yeah. So I have my number four and up are all going to be S tier. So I'll, I'll say that. But who do you have? All right. So I have Sean Murphy. And as I was saying, I think he's like the next Yasmani Grandal, but like the 2019 Grandal because he walks in an incredible amount and hits for a ton he of does, power yeah. in the Oakland Coliseum, which is. Not necessarily an easy place to hit it out. Uh, future Gold Glover, for sure. Definitely. I think he's going to win at least two, maybe three in his career. Going to see the All-Star game. I think he's the future of the A's. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm very high on this kid, too. He's pretty young, too. Is he 24, 25? 24, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so you heard it here for, first. We're the... the the Sean Murphy boys. We're, we're yep. gonna. We, we thought he was good before you guys did, except for yeah, we're the hipsters. Yeah, a, a fans probably love the guy. But um, mm-hmm. now coming in at number three, I have Yasmani Grandal, um, just mm-hmm. because of his track record. Now, especially after this down year, I don't. I think it's crazy to say he's the best catcher in baseball. I never. Oh, thought was, yeah. I thought there was a bit of an argument originally, not anymore. But the dude is still a very good player. I don't. I don't actually. I don't agree with you that. Well, I don't think you're you're being serious about the whole steroids thing. Because I just think it's an idea. Yeah, it is. Especially you know. Yeah. Ryan, you know Ryan Braun is like, hey yo yo Yaz, I'll get you with the good <laughs> stuff, man. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, he's just he's a a bit of a streaky hitter, but he gets on base very well, especially you know at his in his best years, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got to get that OPS up. You got He's never going to hit for that high of an average. 
Um, but he no. uses hits for a ton of power. How how many home runs did he have in in twenty nine? He had eight home. Oh, uh, thirty one. Right. If I remember, he had over over thirty. If I remember and correctly. He also, he's a switch hitter. Maybe thirty three. Yeah, he hits from both sides of the plate. Yeah, that's incredible. Which is awesome. Very valuable, especially at catcher. Um, which is he's the only switch hitter on here, right? Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, are there any lefties on this list? Uh, no. Whoa, same. Yeah. Huh. Well, we got nine righties and a switch hitter. Damn, you you lefty. Probably because left-handed, a lot of people hit left-handed, also throw left-handed, and you can't. Oh, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Obviously, because you can't (laughs) throw to third. So that's probably part of it. Oh, that's a big part. <laughs> that's interesting, man. Yeah. Um, definitely on our other positions, we got to keep that in mind because I'm yeah. curious to see which players, you know, hit from which side of the plate. But yeah, Yasmani Grandal being a switch hitter is also super valuable. So yeah. Um, who's your number three? My number three is Salvi Perez, comeback player of the year. Yep. Most wins above replacement of all catchers on my list and in baseball. Highest batting average with 333, highest yeah, OPS at 986, and tied for most home runs and tied for second most RBIs. So, yeah, that's a pretty solid year. If I Ooh, we got so a signing myself. alert, we got a big news, dude. Oh, what? No, no way. way. Yeah, I'm kidding. It's oh, Edgar no. Garcia oh, to, the, oh, to the Reds. I'm just kidding. Yeah, DJ will make I hate you, you to, so much. Oh my god. DJ will make you to <gasps> the, the Red Sox. Gar- Garcia to the Reds. I'm, okay. What you actually thought I was actually oh serious? God. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm never gonna believe anything you say again. <laughs> hey, you would get the alert too. I was but, terrified. Oh um, yeah, no, yeah. What Edgar Garcia to the Reds isn't a big move. Oh no, it's huge. Yeah, it's monumental. That's got to Let's stop. let's be honest, but I mean, yeah. it's not Lemayhew. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's only the only <laughs> thing that would be bigger than that would be a Tyler Rogers to the Yankee trade. No, no way! Oh my God! Yup, yup, yup. Trade Geo for a Tyler Rogers. You heard it here first. Trade, trade uh, Aaron Judge for Tyler Rogers. That's an even trade if we talk about playing time. That that's fair. <laughs> You see, and I, even I mean, the Yankees when... fans admit it. Dude, funny story. I was texting with someone who's a Yankee fan last night, and they're talking about like, "Oh, Mets versus Yankees." I'm like, "Yeah, the Mets, the Mets will probably be better when your whole lineup is injured." And when he's like, "Well, when they're healthy," I'm like, "Yeah, when they're healthy, it's all a bunch of right-handed power bats who strike out half the time." He's like, "That's fair." Like, I hate watching all the strikeouts. Um, so that's yeah, why, that's probably why Lemayhew's my favorite player. Yeah, him and Geo, because they don't strike out too much. Yeah, I love me a good con. That's what I love about Jeff McNeil. Love me a good contact hitter. It's like, yeah. I, I like Alonzo so much too. Cause like him off the field and like him as like a personality too, but like play style. I like, I prefer McNeil. Mm-hmm. Like as you know, yeah, cause they're more fun to watch. They make, they make, they do things. Yeah. We, we've made it clear that we, we think the most exciting thing in baseball is like a big, a big hit with runners on because yes. home runs are awesome yes. too. Home runs, especially when you can tell right off the crack of the bat that it's gone, but also and you then see they have so like much the super good pimp job. Yeah, 
but also with these hits, like you see all the chaos in the outfield. Like the best play of the 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 most the craziest play that made me scream this past year was the uh, Brett Phillips hit in the World Series. Brett Phillips, yep. Which part yep. of it was because it was a walk off and it was in the World Series, but I was like, oh my god, oh my god, and I had no clue. My dad <laughs> was watching it downstairs on the TV, and I was ahead of him. Um, <laughs> And because I was watching on my laptop and I was ahead of him and he was like, whoa. And um, so, yeah, that, that was that was a crazy play. Yeah, that um, crazy fuck up by the Dodgers. My God. And I think yeah, that, I know. Like I think Chris Taylor, segues, seriously. And also, do you know who fucked that play up to my number two catcher, Will Smith? You see that segue? <laughs> I know. it. No, I don't blame like, him for that play at yeah, all. Because I mean, like. Who expects someone to stumble around third? That that's fair. You're uh, not sure. You're not trained to do that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, uh, Will Smith, eh, that's a, is it a bit high? Well, a nine to eighty OPS is pretty high. And oh. Nine, and I know he's only been playing you know one and a half years, but it's not like he started out bad. He started out with like two hits against the. He, he made his debut against the Mets. And, like, the only thing that could kind of flag him for being lower on the list is because he kind of had a lack of time at catcher because, you know, they he's not – he's good defensively, but, like, Austin Barnes is better, especially he's been there for a while, has kind of – you know, these pitchers who have been there a while, like, you know, Clayton Kershaw obviously kind of prefer to throw to their, their familiar guy, but I don't get why they play Austin Barnes over Will Smith. I think Will Smith will be the starting guy now without a DH. So mm-hmm. I just expect another huge year. Um whether you like it or not, regardless of position, those are incredible numbers. But for catcher, especially a 401 on base percentage. Oh, oh my God. Absurd. And he was phenomenal in the playoffs, too. Yeah. So. Did you know that Will Smith homered off of off Will Smith? Will Smith? Dude, pitcher Will Smith had surprisingly like a bad year last year. I, I was so pissed off when the Braves signed him because that was the one guy I wanted the Mets to sign. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, that. That's like the, you know, you have your players who you like, who you f- think are super good, but don't get talked about. That was like my guy. Yeah, I wanted the Yankees to get him too. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I know he plays for a shitty team, but like you look at his numbers, you watch him pitch, like just because he doesn't throw 99 to 100, like, and he had a, he had a tough year too, which I'm happy about because he's on the Braves, but, um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> pitcher Will Smith's a great player, but man, catcher Will Smith. God damn, who's your number two? Man, I'm, I'm God so damn, it's Will so, Smith as well. I'm, I'm so proud of that segue. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, the segue from uh, uh, talking about the World Series game and the error. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was the greatest segue I think I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave Roberts' reaction such... to that was to that play was money. <laughs> Poor guy, man. He still yeah. won, they still won the World Series, so they have the last laugh. That's but... what matters. Yeah. Fuck you, Mike Brasso. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two, Will Smith. One more thing to say about him, though. Um, he had the highest OPS plus of all catchers at oh. 164. Holy shit. That, if you guys don't know what that means, if you're, like, not an advanced guy like me, that's 64 points above league average. And the thing I like about OPS Plus is that it brings in park factor and stuff. So when freaking Mets fans tell me that trading for Arenado is a bad idea because he's not good outside of cores, I'm like, well, well OPS Plus. <laughs> oh, he's too expensive. That's another thing. Oh, he's too expensive. First of all, it's not your money. And also, 
uh, we just got fucking Steve Cohen. Why don't you embrace the fact? Oh well, we can't get a or like we oh we can't get depth if we sign all these big guys. I'm like, dude, you could get depth for the freaking league minimum. Yeah, exactly. That's There's what so depth much is. you can get like a damn dude like Brett Anderson or something like that, like a, a depth depth starter. Boom, there's your depth guy. And you know, yeah, you, you got offer Brett Anderson one million for one year, you lock him up right there. Yeah. It's so easy. It's not like he would even like go to another team after hearing that kind of offer because that's not what they want to hear. That's not what they expect to hear. And that's not just Brett Anderson. That's like any guy in his ballpark. There's a lot of, especially with teams that aren't, you know, paying guys anything this year. You could get guys (laughs) like Julio Tehran as depth starters. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's our number two. And we obviously have the same number one. Former Philly, he might go back. Current free agent, JT Realmuto. We've talked about him. He's basically a five-tool player at catcher. He can run insanely well for a catcher four stolen bases for a catcher is insane and i know stolen bases aren't everything but um also speaking of salvador perez he had a freaking stolen base who, who would have thought whoa no way yeah five career one stolen bases past year but jt's got 44 career stolen bases which for a catcher is insane um yeah. dude's in a ridiculous athlete he hits for power hits for contact He's one of the best defensive catchers in the league. His pop time, you know, throwing-wise is insane. Great framer. Um, he's just such a well-rounded player. Um, mm-hmm. He's just easily the best catcher in the league. I was bummed that the Mets didn't sign him. Um, now, I, I'm happy with McCann if you get another guy. But, dude, Real Mutos, he's just so good. Yeah. One more thing to say. Not only does he have for power and average, but he also walks a yeah. very nice clip. 349 percentage compared to a 266 uh, uh, batting average. average. Yep. Which is so that's like almost 80 whole points, 90 whole points right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He he's a phenomenal 840 OPS. Um, you know, you could say, oh well, he only has a 783 career OPS. Yeah, but don't forget he's he played, you know, his first couple of years in Miami, which is not a hitter's park at all. It's not um, anyone's park. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, it's not, it's not it the is. fans' park. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I like Marlins Park, man. I know you don't, oh, but yeah. I, I think it's yeah. cool. The nice, vibrant blue seats. Dude, it's such – it's just it, – that's Miami, man. If you've seen the Dolphin Stadium, it's the same kind of way. But, dude, it's a, they have – there's a freaking nightclub in the stadium. Like, that. that's cool. And that's Whoa, funny. they do? I, I think. Yeah, it's called, like, look up Marlins Park, the Clevelander. Oh, okay. And the Clevelander. They, Clevelander, yeah. The Clevelander. What? what? Yeah. The, we should call them the Cleveland Marlins then or something. <laughs> That's the name. Because, like, dude, you're using the wrong fucking city. I don't know what the Clevelander means, but it definitely means something different. But um, It definitely doesn't mean the Miamier. <laughs> rest in peace to the Marlins statue, because that statue was dope. <laughs> yeah, that was actually kind of cool. To the home run, right? Yeah. Rip to their whole team, man. They, Jeter and the boys tore that thing down. But hey, I'm glad they favor. T- t- they took it from Jeffrey Loria, who would probably run it into the ground even more. Wait, who? They Fuck took you, it from Jeffrey Loria. Loria, or because I know Jeffrey Lori is the owner of the Eagles, but who's uh, Loria? Oh, yeah, I, I've heard about how bad he is. Yeah. Look him up. Read yeah. some articles. I've seen, Good God, I've, he's atrocious. I've seen like the decline of the Miami Marlins art uh, videos and stuff. 
Um, have you seen the Expos one? I, I haven't, no. Oh, 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 no. there's a, yeah, the Expos video by Urinating Tree. Oh, I may have seen that. I'm not quite sure. I got, I got to check that out. But that sure. is your Jeffrey Loria perfect like, oh, he was, scenario he thing. The, he was the Expos owner? Yep, and that's why the Expos didn't get any fans and ran to the ground. Shit. Then he bought the Marlins. Yep. Did the same fucking same thing. thing. Dude, we I we should get a I, I wanna go uh, the Seven Line Army should do a thing in uh Marlins Park and it would literally be a Mets home game. <laughs> it, it would like there it's kinda like people are talking I saw this interview with um with uh uh JD Davis and Jeff McNeil. They're like the interviewer's like, I don't wanna be rude about this, but do you guys feel like you have an advantage because you're used to playing at empty stadiums when you play in Miami so often? They're like, yeah, it's, you know, we, we, we kind of know what it's like. Or like when uh, CC Sabathia, his, him and uh, what's his name, Ryan something, their podcast, um, they interviewed Tyler Glass now. And he was like, I know what, I had to ask the question. Fans are going to be like, oh, well, they already social distance in Tampa. So they don't, they don't need to play in an empty stadium or something like that. <laughs> which it's really and he was he was kind of laughing about it they they think it's funny too he's like he's like yeah man it's nothing like getting heckled at your own um at your own stadium when all the, when we play the red sox and yankees it's like where the fuck did all these yankee mm-hmm. fans come from <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah man uh anything any last words about jt real matado uh not too much about real musho yep w- where do you think he's gonna sign uh, the Mets. Dude, it's such a question mark. You think he's going to the? Mets? Oh wait, wait, no, they just wouldn't. What they am I signed saying? McCann. Oh. Yeah, never mind. I forgot. I completely blanked. Hey, McCann's the not Angels. signing with the, the, the Angels. Yeah, that that's fair. Right. <laughs> I like I like him going to the Angels or the Blue Jays or like the teams that need him aren't paying the teams that need him aren't getting him like the Rockies desperately need a catcher they're not getting him Tony Ti- Walters yeah the Tigers they're not he's not going oh, I was he's reading not an article lose. yeah but he's not going to lose yeah I, a while back though i said like if i had to make a sleeper pick for JT it would be the Tigers oh, that's and such i was a good reading fit, though cuz they have such a young like yes. such a young Pitching An MLB article writer is obviously watching our videos because oh. they rank them as like the number two team to sign in. What did, we, did like, we say? No, he should go to the Tigers. I said it. Oh, really? And then I explained like the young pitching staff and everything, and that's exactly what the guy said. Yeah. Hey, well, just to humble you down a bit, I saw another baseball YouTuber who actually said that the Tigers need to sign JT Realmuto because of how good. Um, their how how much potential their young pitching staff has, and especially with you know AJ Hinch in the fold now, like mm-hmm. that could be pretty good. Well, we obviously need to flag both of those articles for plagiarism. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, one of them was a video, not an article, but but you get the point. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, any last words for the viewers tonight? Uh. Have a good night. <laughs> hey, I right, guys, thank you so much for watching this episode of Big Apple Baseball Banter. Next week, we will do the first baseman and then the second baseman, and then you get the idea. Um, Shortstop? No, third base comes first. 
third base gotcha. and then shortstop. And then right. we'll do left field, center field, right field, and then we can maybe do DH, even though I hate considering it a position because it's kind of not, it's kind of a utility thing. Like it's like a flex position. But I think there, it counts there's, after yeah, there's some last guys, year. Yeah, there's some guys who play just DH, so we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then, maybe we should do a top seven or something for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. And then All right. uh, starters, which do you want to do top ten starters? Like, well, well, yeah, we can do. It doesn't matter about like how many guys per team. We just do top ten starters, not like best from every team. Because like yeah. before, before McCann signed with the Mets, we still had him on the list when he was with the White Sox. So mm-hmm. yeah, and then also relievers. So, yeah, that's the plan. Um, hopefully a free agent signs soon so we can have, you know, a good Yeah, that'd show. be kind of cool. Yeah, that, that would be <laughs> nice. But, um, yeah, guys, thanks for watching again. You can call in 585-622-4931. We want, the, we want the voicemails. It's actually really fun. So, um, yeah, just call in. You can troll us. You can uh, – you know, you control us, we'll troll you right back. You can tell us we suck, we'll tell you we suck right back. Or you can, you know, have No, a, we won't say that. We'll we'll come up with our complex yeah, yeah. Bring, responses. Bring your awesome bring your takes. It doesn't have to be a question. The thing I want to hear is an awesome take and um make it hot. Make a hot take. That that would be cool. Yes. So yeah, guys. Also Instagram big dot apple dot baseball dot banner. Ben, I think that's all we got for this week. And we will see you, guys. Also, new uh, Mets-related video coming up. Ben, I'm calling you out right now. You gotta make a. You gotta make some Yankees content. I'm gonna make a tearless video. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, cool, man. Oh, Baby, blow we'll, we'll up. talk about that off off the air about uh technical shit. Um, to be All honest. right, but, yeah, because I have no but idea yeah, what guys, I'm doing. We will see you guys next time. <laughs> ben, <Let's> see, <laughs> that's right. Ben. Whoa. See ya. <laughs>